Hello and welcome and happy Friday. Hope you have a good long weekend. What you say, it's not a long weekend. Well, it is for me because I'm going to Canada. I'll be back with this show on Tuesday. But what is this show? It's This Is Going Well, I Think, with David Cooper. I'm David Cooper. This is the show where no one's listening. No one cares where every episode's the last episode, at least until the next one. Well, today, something very special for you. We are going to check in on the health of the show with our faithful producer, Danny. I'm going to call her right now after I play this amazing theme music. You want to do this taping? Sure. Starting now. No, starting now. No, starting now. How are you, Danny? Excellent. How are you doing? Good. I have released 85 episodes of this show. Probably seven, eight of them were things that I pulled from the archive of work that I've done. So I might have edited them or provided commentary on them, but essentially... You know, that maybe wasn't working. And then maybe two or three episodes were me saying there's no episode today, which I love to do. It's an episode about how there's no episode. So maybe let's scratch off 15. That's 70 podcasts that we really like did new fresh. Uh, what? How do you think it's going? Like, what What do you like? What do you want to see more of, less of? What really annoys you when I do it? What do you like? Yes, that's the thing. You should do more of that when I do it. I want to know what you really think, Danny. So according to the focus group, that we didn't do <laughs> the single most important change we can make to the show to ensure its long-term viability and success. Can I guess? <laughs> Go ahead. Less discussion about anal fissures. No, close. Has to do with changing the host. Oh yeah. That that's uh <laughs> that's yeah. Well, Hey, apparently tomato, the cat scores higher in the likability polls. So don't worry. And it's not just you that the audience dislikes. They are demanding a new producer as well. (laughs) As long as we're getting accolades all around. And by that, I mean nowhere around. Miranda is liked. Your mother is liked. And uh, Tony Five is either loved or feared. He's a polarizing figure. He he very much is. Uh, The listeners love Dan Riskin. And uh, they would like him to do an episode with a bat as a co-host. And I think the episodes where you just explain that there are no, that there is no episode are that those are probably, you know, the, the best episodes. Yeah, those ones score high, but not for the reason you think. They score high because they're incredibly short episodes. And so the focus group didn't have to actually get through much. And that's why they really like them. There you go. No, I I mean, I'm enjoying the shows. I think you have a wide variety of topics and stories. And uh, and it's also, you know, you have some that are shorter and some that are really long in depth, you know, where you go for about an hour. So, well, your backgrounds in real like polished, short, you know, 10 minutes from commercial to commercial radio 
And so I'm wondering, and you heard me do that kind of work for some time, year plus. What What is your take on the whole just chilling, relaxing, having a conversation, you know, slice of life stuff, stuff that you can't really do on the radio so much? Are you into that? Am I doing in that well? Or is it like, no, David, get to the fucking point? No, I love it. And actually, I like I love the fact that you take someone, let's say, like Dan Riskin, who's the science guy. And you two, for a whole hour, don't even talk about science topics. You guys talk about everything else. I find that interesting and fun. I don't, I hope the listeners do as well. Um, but I, yeah, sometimes it's just interesting to kind of get to know more about the guest rather than just what their expertise is in. I can't tell whether Dan Riskin is amazing or he's terrible because I like him so much. Everything I think he does is amazing, and I might be clouded by that. Maybe he's, in fact, one of the worst people I've ever worked with. But to me, he's the best. He's amazing. That That's not even a question. No, he's he's great when it comes to science, but he's also funny. Like, how often do you have a funny scientist? He's great. And uh, he has, he, he's got a great sense of humor, and he's so interested in pretty much any topic. And... I mean, I will send him any kind of weird science story I come across. And I, I thought I might be annoying him. And I asked him one time, like, do you want me to? And he's like, no, I love this. Like, he, he just loves to read anything and everything. And I think he's just the, that type of person where he's constantly eager to learn about every anything new. So That's Mr. Riskin. He's, uh, he's a legend. He's, uh, I don't know. He's my favorite person ever. Oh, don't let Gary hear you say that. Okay, fine, Gary. <laughs> You're my favorite person ever. To that end, are you coming to New York for Thanksgiving? Because you should. Oh, boy. Have I, <laughs> a, I don't think I've been invited. B, <laughs> oh, my goodness. Um, that would be fun, though, because I know you've got Tony Five coming down there as well. So... You are formally invited. I encourage you to come. Get your passport up to date. Cross that border. Uh, clear off that laundry list of uh, criminal convictions that's preventing you from clearing the border. Come on over. Yeah. <laughs> that's true. I don't even have a valid passport. It's, I haven't done anything since COVID. So, um, yeah, I don't think that's going to happen because those can take a while to process unless somebody dies. So, and, you know, hopefully that's not going to be the case. Isn't there just miles and miles, or as they say in Canada, kilometers and kilometers of open border, uh, like in Quebec? You could just walk across the border. Just, I don't know, bring a backpack and just walk across the border. <laughs> yeah, sure. I'm going to get right on that. Yep. I'll pick you up in upstate New York, although I think that's aiding and abetting an illegal alien. So I don't know if that's what I want to do, but... I would. I would pick you up if you walked across the border illegally. I am jealous, though, because you and Tony are going to have so much fun. And uh, and I'm glad that he's finally going to get to experience a traditional American Thanksgiving with a Canadian. But, you know, I think it'll be majority Canadians. But, hey, it'll be uh, it'll be what it'll be. All right. That's it. I, I got to I got to pack. I got to do laundry. I got a flight tomorrow in the morning. Are you a stressed traveler? Not really. I don't know. Um, I, I mean, I just I try to make sure I'm at the airport early enough so that I don't have any, you know, stress about making it in time. So I don't mind flying like in terms of, you know, I'm not worried about flying. I know it's safer than driving. 
I'm a bit of a weird stress traveler. I don't get stressed at the airport and to get to the airport, but I get stressed the night before about packing and those kinds of things. And speaking of being early, I think the current Air Canada guidelines to be early for your flight and for sure catch it, given the delays at that airport in Toronto, are 14 years. You have to show up 14 years before your flight, so I I might be a little late. Are you, you're not going into Pearson, are you? Yeah, like a psycho I am. Oh, God, why not Porter Airlines? I'll tell you why. I want to rent a car, and if you rent a car in the Toronto Island Airport, they gouge you because there aren't that many cars there because it's a tiny airport and it's like underground. I've never tried to rent a car there. Every time I price it out, it's $4 billion a day, and then to rent a car from Pearson Airport is like a normal airport rental car. So that's my main motivation. Otherwise, I would fly down there. So you couldn't, like, fly into Porter and take an Uber to the to a different uh, place to rent a car? You know, this is why they pay you the big bucks, except for me, who pays you the very small bucks for this show. No, it's just because the airport's supposed to be way more, like, just fast and not stressful and no delays, really. Like, they're just, everyone raves about it. I don't know, I've never flown out of there because I haven't done, you know, the, the last time I flew, it was, like, to Germany. They don't do that. Um, so, yeah. You're right. Uh, I should re- fly there and then just take a cab into the city and rent a car at a normal rental car place in the city that is an airport adjacent because that airport gouge is fine. I'll do that next time, Danny. That might work. You're going to see your mom? Yes, I'm going to see my mom. Aw. You're like actually less, um, what's the word? Not controversial, but like... It's funny because she was so proud that you you got to interview the mayor and and then that all went to, you know. Shit. Now he's, yeah, so. Well, you were my point of contact for former mayor John Tory. Would you think you could book him on this show? Oof. <laughs> yeah, but about what? I don't, I don't know. You're the, you're the fucking producer. I know, but like, are, ugh, he, I'm just like, Hmm. Before when we booked him, like he knew what it was about. I could just do something stupid with him. I mean, that's what he came to love doing on the show with me. Hmm. Could just play a stupid game, like I don't know, a stripper, a horse race, a racehorse, or something like that. I don't know. That might be too edgy for him. I can ask. He has actually, co- like, he's uh, gone on Zen Zen uh, to host. Yeah, but that's like political, commercial radio, normal. This is like bizarro, weird. <laughs> I don't know if he'll do it. He might. I'm just wondering whether I'm going to have, whether do I just not say anything? Danny, you're the producer. Come up with the angle, come up with the ground rules, and I'll abide by them. I won't, I won't damage your relationship with the former mayor. Yeah, no, well, it's just about trying to make sure that he'll actually say yeah you know he likes you like you get that he he said that a number of times that he likes listening to you when he wakes up in the morning and stuff and you know he he happily did your show a bunch of times so i don't know think about it think about it tbd yeah i don't know he's a nice guy he said something really nice to me when uh, bell unceremoniously deposed of me well that's good that he what did he say he said, he said, I know you're going to be looking for a new job. He said, if you talk to any radio stations or networks in New York, tell them, he was still the mayor at the time. He said, tell them you used to work 
closely with the former mayor that I was on your show a lot, even though he was only on four or five times. He said, tell them I used to come on your show all the time. And if they want to call my office and like get a reference check, by all means, I'll, I'll bluff and say that I, I was a regular on your show and I loved what you did. Nice. I just thought that was such a nice thing to say. Now that he's no longer the mayor, it doesn't matter. But I just thought that was so nice. It still matters, but that is nice. You have to stop thinking of yourself as being unceremoniously dumped by Bell because you know that, like, okay, you were kind of taking Jim's spot and then Jim was off for a while. And then when he came back, then they had to give him, like, it's not like, it's not like you were dumped because they didn't, because you weren't good or they, you know, it wasn't like that. Let's end the taping there because uh, I don't, I don't want to get into specifics of that. Oh, I thought you stopped. No. Jesus. I hate you. Okay. When did you think I stopped? Uh, a while ago. When would you have liked me to have stopped? <laughs> I thought you stopped a while ago. What parts would you not like me to include? <laughs> oh, I thought when we were talking about the airport and all that, I thought that was just us talking. I didn't know you were taping. Oh, God. Anyway. I, n- I never said goodbye to you. You said it was going to be like short, like five minutes. I did say that, but you kept talking and so I kept going. Okay. Uh, whatever. Is this all fine for the show? Like, what do you want? What do you want here? Yeah, it's fine. Whatever. Do whatever. I don't know. Whatever you want. Whatever's easier. Danny, thank you from the bottom of my heart. You've been doing a great job helping me out with the show. I don't know why you put up with my shit. It certainly isn't the money. Uh, so I appreciate it. I have a lot of fun working on your show and have a great time this weekend. Oh, so sweet. I can be occasionally, but yeah. All right, well, go fuck yourself and goodbye. Now, I would never say that to you, even though I just did. Oh, David. Oh, Danny.